guys welcome back to vibing in valentino it's another solo episode this week and today i am telling you all about my lasik experience so many people have been getting lasik lately that i know of and i mean i definitely think we're at that age you know but before we get into the conversation i just want to remind you that you can purchase my workout program vibing strong my workout equipment set the goodie bag or you can book a one-hour chat with me all on my website, vibinginvalentino.com. Okay, let's get right into our conversation this week. For as long as I can remember, literally like since second grade, I was blind. My mom would ask me to read road signs to her and I wouldn't be able to. And she thought I was like illiterate she thought I was like like not all there mentally and I didn't know something was wrong with me you know because I was so little I was like this is just how everybody else saw the world so she was like there's no way my kid is that dumb <laughs> and so I think she like confided in her friend or maybe um in one of my aunties and well, because my older brother has perfect vision, so she has never really had to deal with, like, eye problems in her kid before. So she didn't realize that I would have, you know, such bad eyesight um, when I was so young. So her friend or one of my aunts or whatever told her to go get my eyes checked. And so it turns out that my vision was, like, negative two, which is pretty bad. Like, definitely I could not read road signs from, like, a quarter mile away kind of bad. I'm pretty sure my mom is relieved because that meant I was like not illiterate. <laughs> it was just something that you know we can fix. So I think she was definitely like, oh, thank God. So, um, but yeah, like as I grew up, my vision got worse. And by the time I was like 22, 23, I like my vision was like negative 6.5, which is really bad. Like without, you know, contacts like I'm blind everything just looks like a fuzzy blob I can't really tell shapes like I can't tell if that's like a square or a circle um everything is just like fuzzy and blurry and not like I, I can't function without contacts or glasses and so every time I would travel I would have to bring spare contacts glasses whatever just you know just in case just to make sure that I don't end up like blind halfway through the trip because I lost a contact or something like that, which actually happened <laughs> one time in, in Dallas. Shout out to Teresa and Zach, her husband, because I literally, um, yeah, well, like one of my contacts had ripped in my eye and it was just painful to wear them. And I, <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a whole thing. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing, but yeah, terrible. But anyway, my vision kind of just stabilized at six and a half, like negative six and a half. And even though that's pretty fucking bad, like that's a that's pretty severe astigmatism, it wasn't getting worse anymore. So every year, whenever I would go get my vision checked out, it wasn't like it was increasing, you know, crazily or even even just a little bit. It kind of just stayed negative six and a half. So. I just never was able to wake up from the bed like in the middle of the night or even in the morning like being able to see i was always like 
just a fuzzy blurry little thing like my day in my life could not start unless i put in contacts or you know put on my glasses and even like before bed like i can't just lay in bed and watch tv without having to worry about let me go take my contacts out let me not fall asleep in them you know all these things and so i figured at this point you know it's time to get this shit fixed so here's a couple of things about LASIK and some pointers for anybody wanting to undergo the surgery. One is don't get it done too young. So your vision when you're young hasn't stabilized yet. And this is kind of like a major issue because if you get it fixed and you get the surgery before it's stabilized, you'll likely have to go get it redone. My cousin actually got her first LASIK surgery done at 18. And she's had to get it redone two more times, so three times total. And each time you get it done, they slice off a little more of like a layer of your eye. I'm not sure like what it's called exactly. I am not a doctor, but it gets thinner and thinner every time you have to undergo, you know, surgery like like LASIK. So eventually there won't be enough there for the procedure if you have to keep getting it redone. Um, and let's face it, like, nobody wants to keep having to do LASIK. Like, it was not one of those things that's like, I can't wait to get this shit done. Like, it was not, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's definitely not the most fun thing in the world. So, yeah. Number two is pre-op prep is key. So, you can't wear contacts for three days prior to surgery. Um, some doctors and some people say it's a week, but my doctor told me three, so I listened to him. Um, no drinking the day before. I actually had like a little pre-LASIK party situation like two days before my surgery. Um, I was at the beach right up until like the day before surgery, but I stopped drinking like, you know, two days before. And on the day of, there's no perfume or scented anything allowed. So no scented lotions, no scented soaps, like none of that and i am not sure why but in the brochure not the brochure but the the pre-op checklist they gave me they said something about the accuracy of the laser um being affected by smell i don't know it's so weird i was just i didn't even ask questions about it i was just kind of like sure i just won't wear my perfume today <laughs> um but yeah it was very interesting i'm like how like lasers can smell i'm not sure anyway Number three, it's scary. So I'm all about honesty with you guys. And I was laying in the bed with the little tool that they use to keep your eyes open. It's literally like one of those things when you go to the dentist and that they use it to pry open your mouth. Um, but they do that with your eyelids. <laughs> literally. And I was like crying. <laughs> like tears are falling from my face on the surgical bed. It was fantastic for Nicole. So it's definitely scary. It's very unnatural to let something and somebody get all up in your eyeballs. They do give you Valium pre-surgery um, to like calm you down, but I mean, I don't know, still didn't really work for me. Maybe I needed like a perk or something, you know, instead. Four, it does not hurt. So even though it's scary as fuck, it was definitely a painless procedure. They use these numbing drops in your eyes and you don't really feel a thing. You just have to look at some lights while the machine and the surgeon do their thing. Number five, it feels longer than it is. From start to finish, like from when they started numbing your eyes with the drops to uh, being walked out of the place and into your car, 
for me it took about like 90 minutes and the actual operation was like when they were like when I was on the bed with the laser and the doctor and all that was probably maybe like 15 minutes it's just it felt really long while it was happening because I was so scared (laughs) and crying so yeah it felt a lot longer than it did but yeah and like looking back in you know hindsight 2020 vision yeah I don't think it was that long at all but I was just on the bed like I was cussing at the doctor so it felt like a long time to me but in real life in real time it really wasn't that long at all ladies do things seem a bit off down there if you're dealing with odor or excessive itch you're not alone one in three women are it's time we remove the mystery from feminine health and confront it head-on meet flower power a natural vegan vaginal suppository that helps rebalance things quickly and easily Flower Power contains boric acid, an oceanic mineral that has been used for hundreds of years for its acidic, antiviral, and antifungal properties. Our products are backed by doctors. They're cruelty-free, vegan, and made in the USA. Flower Power is simple to use and incredibly fast-acting. Often, a reduction in odor can be noticed in as little as one use. So what are you waiting for? Try Flower Power today at getflowerpower.com. Use code VIBING to get 10% off your order. Once again, that's getflowerpower.com, coupon code VIBING. Number six, the recovery process isn't that bad. I mean, after the surgery, you have these like goggles or eye patches on. I had these like plastic things on my eyes um, with like holes poked in them. It was, it was like very like voyeuristic. It felt like I was like a peeping Tom after the surgery um the rest of the day but i also spent the majority of it you know high on valium and sleeping so it wasn't super bad um but yeah you can't take them off until post-op the next day you're not supposed to take the goggles or the little patch things off yourself you have to go back and have the doctor do it basically the day of surgery like after surgery you're out of commission um you should expect that You can't really wash your face or work out for three days after the surgery and you do have to sleep with the goggles or the eye patches on for the first three nights because they don't want you to rub your eyes while you sleep which makes a lot of sense considering they just cut them open um people say you have to stay out of the sun and whatever or like off the phone and off the computer and i was basically back in business the next day like after the patches got taken off i could use my phone, my laptop, I could watch TV like normal. The sunlight also didn't really bother me. And you can drink the day after. The main thing is really no water and no makeup in this kind of like three-day phase. Like you can't, you have to be really aware of like what's going into your eyes, what you're around. You don't want to be anywhere dusty. You can't be anywhere that's like smoggy, which kind of sucks considering bangkok is like smoggy as fuck but yeah i just wore sunglasses um and it was all good number seven your vision is perfect immediately i mean i think i could see my vision changing while i was on the surgical table um but it was also super hazy because of all the drops and all of that but once the post-op haze goes away after you know 
the first day, um, your vision is like perfect. So the day after surgery, the post-op, they recheck your vision. And at that point, you're already at like 20-20 or even better. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Number eight, eye drops are necessary. The first week, you need these antibiotic drops four times a day and artificial tears every hour. Trust me, you'll need them, especially when you first wake up. Your eyes will be super dry, so you always kind of want to have some little artificial tears things on you, especially, you know, if you're leaving the house, you want to have them in your in your purse for sure. And I also feel like, I don't know, I feel like it helps, helps your eyes heal better because if you, I don't know, I don't know. For me, I was just had these like images of like, you know, when you leave your contacts out to dry, I feel like I don't want that happening to my eyeballs. So that's what I that's what I think of. So I keep the drops on me. Number nine, don't throw away your glasses. Have someone switch out the lenses for blue light blocking ones. I love my glasses and glasses can be super expensive, so don't throw them away. I plan on um having them switch out my prescription lenses that are like super thick and make my eyes look super small for some blue light blocking lenses that I can wear while I play Call of Duty Mobile <laughs> or while I work on the computer and watch TV and I plan on doing that as soon as I uh, as soon as I can. And number 10, this is a big one for me, but you can keep your eyelash extensions prior to surgery. So I got mine filled a few days before so they look fresh in this mandatory makeup-free stage. You can't wear makeup for a week post-op, like eye makeup, so I needed something, you know? So yeah, all in all, I definitely recommend this scary-ass procedure. It's just so nice to be able to watch TV in bed and fall asleep without worrying about having to take out your contacts, and you can just maneuver and see you know the world the way it's supposed to be i mean i think sometimes like we get so used to the idea of just like seeing things like blurry everything just seems kind of like smudgy and a little fuzzy on the edges and all that oh uh and also the doctor told me that after lasik your vision isn't at its peak like clearness um until maybe like three months post-op so yeah, it gradually gets better and better. So I hope you guys found this useful if you're looking into getting LASIK surgery. If you're in Thailand, I got mine done at TRSC with Dr. Sun Tzu, and I actually got the technique called Relax, which utilizes laser to cut your eyes open <laughs> versus a blade. So, you know, all in all, I think that that's like a better... <laughs> A better deal I think I would have freaked out if I saw a blade go across my eyes that's what my cousin got that's what she got three times I don't know how she did it but she kept trying to convince me it was gonna be a blade involved and there was not um, but if you found this episode useful or helpful please go ahead and give me five stars on iTunes it really helps me out so so much and thank you for coming to hang out with me this Friday once again thank you to this week's sponsor flower power and i will catch you guys next week bye